The Sisters Grimm podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please, listen at your own discretion. through the window. The blackest dies. The devil dies. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial killer in the nation. The Night Stalker. The Boston Strangler. The Son of Sam. The infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie? Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Get away from her, you bitch! Welcome to Sisters Podcast. How'd you do this? Oh, yo, everybody in the club getting tipsy with your girl, Mo, yeah. <laughs> what? Was that was that amazing. Thank you. I liked it, too. That was really beautiful. Thanks. Okay. Um, are you comfortable with laying down like that the whole episode? Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable. You mean you look it. So, <laughs> today I was in the car. Uh, I was listening to 90s on 9 uh-huh. on Sirius. Yeah. Uh, great, great. Great radio service. Great they, stuff. They, uh, 90s on 9 is probably my favorite because they always played Wild Wild West. I'm a big fan of 60s on 6. Yeah, 60s on 6 is pretty, pretty dope. But um, a thing that they do a lot on those uh, decade-related channels is they play, like, clips or they, like, do little, like, Mash-ups. joke. Like, yeah, like, little things, like, from that time yeah. period. <laughs> and literally it was a news clip. From the Bronco chase, the OJ oh, wow. Bronco chase, really? mm-hmm. hmm. and I, and like it was like a full clip, like like as it was like happening. Was it like the police reporting? Uh yeah, it was like this woman like reporting as it was happening, and then they were just like, and here's a song from 1994, and I'm like, wow, what I'm a like, weird way to cut into that. I was like, what a weird segue into Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh That's, my god! Oh my god! I love that song, and I haven't heard it in so long. I know. I was like, "Does God? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe?" That song is really good. I oh, think, that makes me think of YMCA dances. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say it makes me think of junior high dances. They literally played like the same playlist every single time. Uh, that one Shaggy song, or like no, that one. Wasn't butter- me. No, that one butterfly song that was like, "I'm your butterfly." Sugar, baby. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, this is the Sisters Grim Podcast. I am Holly Freeberg. And Morgan Freeberg's here, obviously. A doy. If I, I will never do this by myself. I could probably talk to myself for an hour and yeah, a half, Yeah, I think though. you could. <laughs> I do. What are you talking about? Uh, so, this is the final... Uh, this is part three of the Ted Bundy episode, and it is Ted the... Ted Bundy saga, or no. Yeah, the Trilogy. End. Yes. Trilogy. The trilogy of Ted Bundy. Um, this episode might be a little longer just because I really don't want to do a fourth yeah, we've, part. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about this time. <clears throat> as much as I love Ted Bundy, I'm kind of getting over it at this point. Yeah, we need to like move on to other stuff that's like not actually real, like another yeah. movie series yeah, no. or another something. Or we're thinking of maybe doing like a director next, a nice horror director that we're super into. Yeah, I was thinking maybe to do like fucked up movies. That'd be fun. Yeah, like, I think, because, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, and I'm sorry that I'll, like, act 
maybe there all there's like clips of like a Serbian film in five minutes because I know you don't want to watch that. We I could really watch don't. it together, and I'll tell you when to close your eyes. It's not that it like grosses me out. I just think it's gonna like really bum me out. Oh, it's a huge bummer. Yeah. It's the bummerest of bummers. It's really bad. So, speaking of bummers, <clears throat> Ted Bundy... Actually, this isn't a bummer, because this is the episode where we talk about... Him getting arrested. Hell fucking... Yeah, Motherfucking comma, bitch, get it, 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 it. I don't know You are really on it tonight for, like, really improving like- socks. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling You're very jammy really and feeling tuny. It. You are feeling it. Um, so... On August 18th, 1975, Teddy Buns was finally arrested in Salt Lake City, uh, in a suburb. He was, like, creeping around. It was, like, really early in the morning. Right. Uh, and there just happened to be a, a trooper, like, a cop. Like, was he in- on? Was he off duty? Didn't he say he lived in the neighborhood? So that's how he yeah. knew that the car yeah. didn't look familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, he knew the car because he was the officer that Liz... Um, Bundy's girlfriend had spoken to, and so he knew the description of the car. He also knew all of the details because uh, he was involved in the Carol Durante. Oh, okay. So he, like, knew what he was looking for. Totally. Um, And so Bundy, like, freaked out and, like, sped away, which was the dumbest thing he probably could have yeah, done. Yeah, didn't he, like, run a red light? Yeah, or, like, yeah. a stop sign Yeah, or that's something. what I meant, yeah. He yeah. ran a stop sign. Um, so he got pulled over. <clears throat> Way to make yourself look freaking guilty as fuck. Yeah, right? Like, just, that's, like, what, I forget who it was. It was, like, a comedian or something, and they're, like, if you're in the airport and you have cocaine, just walk, or I think it's from the movie Blow, where he's, like, just act like you don't have cocaine and no one will yeah. think you have cocaine. <laughs> if they think you've got cocaine, then you probably have cocaine. Just don't act like, yeah, don't act like you have cocaine. So... Same with weed. He uh, looks in Bundy's car, and he notices that the passenger seat has been removed. While searching the car, he finds a ski mask, uh, a second mask that was made out of pantyhose, mm-hmm. a crowbar, handcuffs, trash bags, a coil of rope, an ice pick, and other items initially assumed to be burglary tools. Right. Um, His car was like... Just a fucking, like, host for, like... Yeah, no. A fucking <laughs> murderer. Car, his car was the epitome Whereas my a car is, mobile. like, a host for someone who, like, wants to go to the beach and also, like, eat a bunch of Starbursts. That's pretty much my car. I've yeah, got, your like, car sand, is... towels, and a bunch of Starbursts. Yeah, you have, like, that gorgeous sunroof. Your car is the exact opposite of... My car is harboring, like, creating life. Yeah, your car is just Taco Bell wrappers and, like... Anti-diarrheal bottles everywhere. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) IBS is very serious, and uh, digestional problems are not something to joke around about. No, I don't have a gallbladder. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. So, um, I mean, I actually personally keep an axe in my car, so hopefully I never get pulled over. Yeah, I have a baseball bat in my car. Yeah, no, same, same. Mostly to prop my fucking hood up, because (laughs) I have a nice-ass sunroof, my fucking car doesn't have a fucking, like... (laughs) thing to pop my hood up with, so I fucking have to keep a bat in there to do it. Oh, my God. As much as as I love Jeeps, they, like, are the fucking worst. They just start fucking Mm. breaking down slowly. They don't understand. My windows don't work unless my engine's off. Yeah, no, my windows, I had a weird window situation also. Um, So, Bundy, when asked about these things, uh, he explained that the ski mask was for skiing. I mean, (sighs) no doy. (laughs) 
Does anyone use ski masks for actual skiing? When it's really cold, yeah. But I mean, it's it's a little. I feel like I honestly feel like the ratio of people using uh, ski masks to ski to people who use ski masks to be a burglar like is like maybe twenty eighty yeah. twenty eighty. I would say you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in, in Billboard Dead, do they wear ski masks? No, they just wear like all black, like really hot little black outfits. Oh, I almost bought. I think a- they wear little black berets. <laughs> You know or what? No, I, no, no, no. Maybe you're right. Or they just wear like black, like snow caps. I think they just wear black like clothes. Beanies. But then they're the whitest. I almost bought a Mary Kate and Ashley book at Goodwill today and had yes. to put it down. Was it like fifty cents? It was. Yeah. Well, no, actually, because we're up in the city, it's a little more expensive. Yeah. And I was like, I really don't need a book about the fucking. Old, it was called Sweet Sixteen, Never Been Kissed. <laughs> I was like, I don't need this. It, was it like from like one of their um like TV show? I don't know. They just had like a they series have, of books. They had Tuesday. If that, if you could hear that, that was Tuesday. Coughing up a hairball because like, she thinks she's a cat. Yeah, Tuesday. Well, she eats hair like she is one. Anywho'sal. So um, uh, they found handcuff. <laughs> Uh, the handcuffs he said that he had found in a dumpster, which is gross because that means that, he, that means he was in a dumpster. Yeah, like Ugh. first of all, who stored handcuffs in a dumpster? Right, like if you're like, I really like, yeah, no, that's fucking bizarre as fuck. Uh, the rest he said were common household items. Uh, you know how everyone has a mask fashioned out of pantyhose just lying around their house. Right, I do. I've got like fourteen. Um, I love masks. Yeah, right? No. So they've uh, got a warrant to search Bundy's apartment. They found a guide to Colorado Ski Resorts with a check mark by the Wildwood Inn. Oh, well, that, well, as much, I mean, at least that kind of would make his, like, ski mask thing plausible. <laughs> well, no, he was an avid skier, but, oh. like, I mean, if you find a crowbar next to a ski mask. Yeah. That's kind of a red flag. That's just, like, common sense. You can't be like, no, I use a crowbar when I when I go skiing. When I go skiing, I like to have a crowbar in my hands for a little extra oomph. Yeah, and even though you have to hold two poles, I just like right. hold it in my mouth. I forgot how I forgot how skiing works. It's cool. I've never been skiing. No, we're not. I've, we're I've, not that white. No. <laughs> I did I have gone snowboarding and fell on my ass exclusively. I've only ever gone like tubing. I'm the just, like down really huge like snow hills. My anxiety is so bad, I can't handle ski lifts. (laughs) I've never been on one, but I don't think I could either. The anticipation of, like, having to get on it is horrible, and then, like, knowing the... Where did you do this at? Somewhere up in Wisconsin. Of course. It was, like, the... It was in... Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So, anyway, so they found um, a ski resort uh, checkmark that was uh, from the Wildwood Inn, which is where Karen Campbell was... uh, Taken from. They also found a brochure advertising the Vermont high school play. I don't didn't mean to laugh about that. Something funny happened off off mic. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, play in Bountiful. Uh, that was where Deborah Kent had disappeared from because she was at the uh, play with her mom and dad. Later said. Later, Ted said that investigators had in fail, had fa- oh, fucking shit. It's okay. Okay. Anywho, it's because you were, blah, 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 blah. anyways. Ooh, ooh. Oh, so, <laughs> later, Ted said that investigators, while searching his apartment, had failed to find a box of Polaroids of all of the women he had killed. 
Wait, they... Oh, so they Those were his trophies. And they were in his car and the first guy didn't see them. They were in his apartment. And they didn't find them after searching his apartment. (laughs) And so after that, he destroyed them. It reminds me of Dexter. Yeah, he kept the blood slides. He had the blood slides. so much more, like, hot. Like, pictures, like, whatever. That's like Arden in um, uh, American Horror Story Asylum. He had, like, the Polaroids of, like, all the girls he, like, fucked with. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Was he the Nazi? Fucking season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the Nazi. Because that's when he, like, has that sex worker over and she finds all of them and is like, fuck. And she's like, "Uh," and then she beats his ass and gets the fuck out. Yas queen. Yas queen. Yas queen. Um, the arresting officer, along with a few other officers, um, from Colorado, yeah, from Colorado, uh, they flew to Seattle to talk to Liz, Ted's girlfriend. Um, this is a, when I, reading this, excuse me, I found out a lot of things that I did not know, which are really interesting, I think. Um, so she told them some of the weird things that had happened during her relationship with Ted. Um, at the time, I believe they were still technically together. I don't think they broke up until... Right was, before a second arrest, yeah? The Florida stuff? Um, probably. I mean, I think, yeah, because at this point, like, they had spoken with her. I'm sure she, like, she. I, I don't remember, but, like, she had cut up ties. Yeah. Well, because I believe he was also dating her and Carol Boone at the same time, and they knew about each right. other and didn't like the yeah. other one being brought up to one another. Yeah. And then eventually he just goes with Carol Boone because Liz was like, uh, bye. Right. So, um, they never lived together, but, like, he would stay there a lot. And she said that she would find strange things in her apartment and when she would go over to Ted's, she found a set of crutches, some surgical gloves, and a bag of plaster of Paris that he admitted stealing. Uh, I mentioned last episode he'd worked at a medical supply right. factory. And that's how he would get all of these things? Yes. Um, there was also a meat cleaver that he, that he never used for cooking. Well, obviously. that He's like, I just haven't made, you know, like, um, what I mean, would you use a meat cleaver for? Meat? Well, <laughs> <laughs> to, like, cut really large pieces of meat? <laughs> no. It's like what butchers use. What? Duh, I used to work in a, like, that, meat okay. section of a jewel okay. Oscar. Well, this is true. Um, I had a very weird drop job where I was a meat wrapper, <laughs> which is sounds super sexy. Actually, it, it sounds like the person um, on the set of a porno that like puts the condoms on the right, guys. They're the meat wrappers. I'm the meat wrapper. So yeah, I know I have a bunch of knowledge about meat that just is like completely useless to you know? useless to me. Except I'm like, yeah, I know the difference between like a ribeye and a filet mignon, and like. I know what, like, the butt of a p- butt pork or butt shank or butts, butts, butt, 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 butts, butts. So, yeah. um, yeah, no, so meat cleavers are usually used, ooh, ooh, meat cleavers are used for cutting, like, bone. Like, you go, like, oh. boom. I was literally not allowed to touch certain knives at um, the, <laughs> when I worked. probably smart if I know your track record of, like, falling over and, like... Oh, I hurt myself. Yeah. I stabbed a few... Did look- you, like, deep fry your finger? Or was that no, Mike? Oh, that was Mike! Oh, yeah. Shout out Mike. <laughs> he deep fried his finger <laughs> when he was working at a deli. Shout out to Mike for letting us use his uh, bedroom, because podcasts, our recording sounds so much better in here. Little shout out, or not shout out, little apology? Like, people are saying that our sound doesn't sound good. Whatever. 
If that's no. going to be the one thing, if you're going to listen to one episode, not listen to other ones because the first episode sounds great, the second episode sounds great. It's literally just the the, the first Ted Bundy. We're one, still I feel learning, like. you know. We don't. We realized. I yeah. think when we record at our parents' house, like Morgan's mic isn't on, and I sound like the loudest. I mean, I am very very loud, but I think when you hear Morgan, it's just being. It's just whatever's being picked up from my microphone. Um, I noticed it at the end of um, the first Ted Bundy episode when Maria was on and was literally nowhere near a microphone, right. and she, we, you could hear her clear as day. Shout out to Maria Granadas. Do you think she would mind just saying your name? No. Should I knock on the door? She's or knock on the wall? She's okay. in the room over watching some show Riverdale. on Netflix. Yes, 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 yes. It looks really good. I might check it out. It's like based on the Archie comics. Yes, yes. Or like. You know, I apologize. I was half listening to what Maria was telling me about the show. I was actually very interested, but um, I uh, was doing last minute. I literally was doing these notes. Oh, Tuesday just literally grabbed my hand. <laughs> She's so cute. I love our dog so much. She's the cutest. Okay, so yeah. So the meat cleaver was obviously used by Ted because he would dismember their bodies yeah. and like scatter them. Uh, he also had a knife and a wooden case that he clipped kept in his glove compartment, yeah, and there he had a sack full of women's clothing, which I'm sure were, like, from, you know, the victims of the women yeah, he killed. Yeah, I'm sure he just, yeah, took their clothes off to, like, you know, cut their bodies up. Well, I mean, I'm sure he took all their clothes off when he sexually assaulted them. Do you think? Yeah, probably. Too, probably. Yeah, and he, maybe he used, maybe that was, like, a trophy for him, too. I'm currently, like, pushing Tuesday away from me because she wants to come up and lick the fuck out of my face. Uh, she just, like, attack licked me. They say that uh, if you, like, die in your home and your dog is there, it takes them about four days, I think, maybe, before they start eating you. Ew. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Tuesday would 100%. No, Tuesday would spend the first 48 hours just licking me because I would... Licking she, your face. Licking my face just because she finally would have the opportunity to. <coughs> and then she would eat me. Uh, any who's all, um, she, uh, Liz also told the cops that Ted was deeply in debt and mm. he had a bunch of like entertainment, uh, related things like TVs and stereos. Uh, and she thought that he had stolen them. Uh, she confronted him once about it and he warned her, if you tell anyone, I'll break your fucking neck. Cause he was such a narcissist. He couldn't stand for anyone to know that he wasn't doing well financially. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. He, I mean, he was a huge, I think nar narcissism is a very, very big part of psychopathy. Yeah. It like, it, I mean, you don't, you, you wanna... think you're so self-important that you can take the lives of other people. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, that's not okay. No, that is exactly the type no. of psychopathy he had. Um, he. Other lives don't matter to you because yours is the only thing, that yours is the center of the world. Yeah. Um, I was watching that a &E documentary and one of the psychologists said that um, his desire to kill women was like, like, he didn't care about human, what did they say? I'm sorry. Brain fart. So um, his like desire to kill women was so strong that he didn't care. Like, right. his need to do it, he didn't... Like, he disregarded their life very little. I'm not going to try to say it, because for whatever reason, it's not working for me. Anywho. Um, so, yeah. He was really, really aggressive towards Liz. Uh, we find out... Um, she... Like I said before, she has a book out 
Um, I want it so badly. I always, I, it's on Amazon, but it's like hundreds of dollars. What? It yeah. must be rare. There must have not been that many copies. No. And the, it was the book, because in, because Anne Rule's book was the Huge. first book to come out about Ted, I'm pretty right. sure. Um, but people always want different points of view, especially exactly, someone who exactly. dated him. Exactly. Like, that's like, because she, like, saw the, like, mask yeah. of him. But then I think, I mean, because she was with him so often, she would... She got. What I mean, do you think they did? Like, what do you think date night was for them? Do you think it was like Netflix and chill, or do you think it was like Netflix and cool? <laughs> <laughs> that was a really Say that bad again. dad joke. Oh my god, you fucking nailed it, Morgan. That was such a bad dad joke. No, no, <laughs> no. That's a t-shirt. Netflix and kill? Are you fucking kidding me? Right? With oh my like god. The, with like the ghost face Shut mask. Shut up. That is my Halloween costume. Shut up. That is my Halloween Stop costume. It. And then like Stop a it. slutty skirt with like fishnets and like thigh high boots. Yeah. Fucking make it sexy as hell. That is the year. greatest thing I've ever heard. Thank you. Netflix and kill. Okay. I'm going to make that shirt design. Thank god it is recorded. In Hopefully history. someone hasn't already done it because it's a pretty easy like play on words. So I'm assuming oh, someone else shit. has said it. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna set myself a reminder to look up Netflix and kill. Anywho, uh, Liz said that she would sometimes wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> to find Ted. It's not funny. I don't know why I left, but it is kind of a weird if you think about it visually. That uh, so she would wake up and uh, find Ted under the covers examining her body with a flashlight. What your your boyfriends don't do that to you? Oh, um... You've never woken up to a guy, flashlight app in your whole stuff? <laughs> flashlight app! Oh my god. <laughs> that, like, actually... That's so weird, because, like, Ted was using, like, an old-school actual flashlight. Right, right. But, like, nowadays it would be just, like, your flashlight. That's... I feel like a f- the flashlight app is conservatively a hundred times brighter than any flashlight, flashlight I've yeah. ever owned or Including, seen. like, those huge ones with handles that you'd <laughs> yeah. use for camping. <laughs> yes, yes. Or, like, lanterns. I agree. Um, if, no, if, no, no, that's so crazy. If I, if I ever caught a boyfriend do that, I'd be like, hey, motherfucker, you better be checking me for ticks. Right. <laughs> this is weird as fuck. You the bed for bed bugs there, bud? Plus, I don't know what you're looking for that's so exciting. I literally wear, like, old t-shirts and nasty shorts to bed. Um, also, this is something I found out that I did not know. Uh, one day, Liz and Ted were rafting. So when you asked before, like, what kind of things they did? <laughs> they went white water rafting. They went That's white fun. water rafting. Oh, What this, a fun day. Oh, I'm sure Ted was the best. I just realized this story might be a trigger for you. Why? But, okay, just listen. Just listen. So Liz and Ted were rafting on the Yakima River. Everything seemed totally cool. Uh-huh. Out of nowhere, Ted pushed Liz out of the raft into dangerous, cold water, and she almost drowned. <laughs> and Bundy played it off <coughs> like literally nothing happened. He was like, "What? What?" He's like, "That was like our mom and dad's first date. They went boating, and oh. but he didn't push her in. But like no. the like the like thing came up and hit mom off the boat. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on our parents. No, but you're talking about the trigger. My trigger that time when we went whitewater rafting in Colorado, and the guy pushed me out because I was talking too much. Hey, motherfucker, I was like nine, okay? And I thought I saw something in the water, and I was looking into the water, and he pushed me, and then everyone yelled at me, and they're like, Morgan, you can't jump out of the raft. And oh, I was no, like, no, no, I got pushed! No, 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 we were all laughing. Mom and Dad were Fuck laughing their ass off. 
asses off. No, I thought it was really inappropriate. I'm sorry, but has someone pushed my child out of a whitewater raft? To be fair, it's not like... I was very small. It's not like we were going over rapids. It was literally in a very calm... Still fucked up. Still fucked up. Still rude. You were a little girl. Yeah. You were a little girl. He was a grown man. He was a grown man, and he pushed a child out of the water. I also remember on that trip, we kept drinking water, and then we asked him about it, and he's like... Water out of the, like, rapids, because our dad told us, oh, the way that it, the way that it flows so perfectly over the stones, it purifies it, so you can just drink it right out of the fucking thing. Fuck you, dad! Our fucking dad, who lived in Colorado, like, growing up. Oh, God. I remember he drove us past... And the guy was like, no, you're actually all gonna get Shigella. (laughs) Yeah, no, we all had the shits the rest of that vacation. Oh, I speak for myself. Uh, so, yeah, (laughs) Ted, like, I mean, she definitely saw, like, the bad side of him. I mean, what the fuck? Someone trying to push you off a boat? No, he, she 100% pushed him off the oh, boat. Uh, or he, other way around. Other yeah. way around. Um, so the, literally the day after this innocent incident, Ted went to Lake Sammamish to do a dry run of what he would end up doing the following weekend when Janice Ott and Denise the 13th and the 14th were kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, <clears throat> I was looking up pictures, um, just about, you know, Ted Bundy, all of the, like, uh, I was looking at pictures of the victims, like, pu- like not when they were, like, like their high school photos. Yeah. Not, like, crime scene photos yeah. or anything like that. Um, and there is this picture of Janice Ott's husband uh, putting up oh, wanted posters. Yeah. she Was, was she the one who was biking? Yes. And they, so it was her husband that she had just gotten into a fight with. Because you said that they had just gotten into a fight. I mean, they had a little quarrel. I mean, it was a long-distance relationship. We don't know. So he obviously uh, went to Washington after it happened. Right. Um, And uh, there's this picture of him. Google it. Just Google uh, Janice Ott's husband wanted poster. And, like... We can put it on the blog. uh, Well, there's, like, a weird... There's, like, weird rules with, like, posting pictures. And I don't want to get in trouble for copyright. Okay, I feel you. So, anywho... Um, but yeah, no, he, it, he looks exactly like Ted Bundy. Literally mm. exactly like so Ted Bundy. So now why she trusted him? Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, she, like, he reminded her of him. But, like, on the, po- the wanted poster that he's putting up is a, um, the sketch. If I was, like, walking by and saw this guy putting it up, I'd be like, um, is that you? <laughs> right. I, th- <laughs> I think that's you. Um, are you putting up a photo of yourself? <laughs> like, you're really cavalier about this. Um... Uh, she said that, uh, or Liz also said that uh, Bundy would become really upset whenever she considered cutting her hair, which she wore long, parted down the middle. Oh my god. I, I know, right? friends like that. Gross. Mm-hmm. Gross. Um, They're like, don't cut your hair. Oh yeah, no, me too. And yeah. then I cut my hair super short. Super short. Well, I mean, yeah. not like super short, but like short, short. Mm-hmm. Just as, to, as like a fuck you. Mm-hmm. So, um. Tell him, honey. Yeah. Um, also, Liz also had a VW Beetle. Okay. So he was really into, like, VW Did he bikes. buy it for her? I doubt it. I mean, yeah, I it must it. have been a he really... He debt and shit. Yeah, he must have been in a very, very big... Like, he recommended them a lot. Yeah. Or that was a really popular car. It was probably just very popular at the yeah. time and probably kind of cheap. And- yeah. So, um, he finally uh, went to trial for Carol Durant. She testified. It's really heartbreaking if you watch Carol it. Carol Durant was the one who tuck and rolled out of the car because he handcuffed her incorrectly. Yes. Uh, she positively identified Bundy, and he was sentenced to 10 years in prison. 
Yeah, in the um, Anne Rule book, there's a photo of the lineup that she called yes. him out on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she also identified him in court, too, because they make you do that. Yeah, they say, is the person that blah, blah, blah you do in this courtroom right now, if he is, point to him. And, yeah. and she pointed to him. Um, Ted actually did really well in prison because of his law background, and uh, inmates would come to him. He was very judici- judicious? <laughs> judicious. He was very judicious with giving away. Oh, like he would help people. Yeah. Give people like, um. Yeah, like he had a law. Yeah. yeah, they would ask him for advice, like law <clears throat> advice. and Like like we do with dad. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, our dad's a lawyer, and I always ask him everything. Same. But, I mean, he didn't know about water. I hope he knew mo- knows more about law. He's actually Sorry. really good about that kind of shit. So, um. Uh, while he's in prison for uh, Carol Durant, the police are still investigating the Colorado murders, and they finally get enough evidence to link Ted to... To the Carol Durant case. No. No? Carol Durant was... He was just the kidnapping. So oh, right, 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 right. And that was not... Uh, and that was in Utah, I believe? Yeah, that was in Utah. Okay. Um, and so then... So in Colorado, they finally got enough, like, evidence right. to uh, link him to Karen Campbell's death. She was a 12-year-old, right? No, she was the girl who went missing from um, the hotel, I believe. Right, the one who was walking, like, five steps from one place. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. Um, because Ted had a very weird obsession with never having less than half a tank of gas, right. he would go to gas stations a lot and created a paper trail that, like, perfectly mapped out, like... The killing route. Exactly. Yeah. Like, where he lived and perfectly lined up with, like, where she died. So, in October... I wish I had that, where I just, like, always wanted my car to be full of gas. I feel like my car's always on E. (laughs) Oh, I'm on E. I push it. I mean, I can't even tell you. I push it. I push it hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I push it... Real hard. I push it real good. <laughs> so, anywho, so, uh, October 1997, he was extradited to Colorado for the murder of Karen Campbell. He was transferred to a jail in Aspen, Colorado. Pretty. I'm Florida. I'm an Aspen, idiot. Florida. Aspen, beautiful Aspen, Florida. Look, <laughs> uh, it, it's great in the winter. Right. <laughs> um, in Colorado, he fired his attorneys he'd had from his previous trial and mm-hmm. chose to 100% represent himself. Fucking crazy bastard. Well, he did this because. Because he was his own defense, he was allowed the privilege to go to the law library in mm-hmm. Aspen to, you know, research his trial right. and whatnot. Um, and he was so charming, he was able to convince the jailers that transported him uh, so, so that he wouldn't have to wear his handcuffs or ankle cuffs. Right. And isn't that when he... Yeah. And yeah. so two months after casing the library, Ted jumped out of the second story window and ran away. Fuck. Superhuman, what the fuck? Well, he really... That's some Michael Myers shit. It is. Oh, you said he really fucked himself up? He fucked up his ankle really bad. Um, I fucked up my ankle walking down the stairs yesterday. <laughs> I fell over uh, apropos I mean, of nothing. I was texting, but still. I have equilibrium... Don't text and walk down the stairs, people. No, I have equilibrium problems. <laughs> um, so, uh, there was a woman who happened to be walking by and saw Ted jump out the window, and so she went into the library and was like, um, is it common for people to jump out the window here? <laughs> <laughs> the cops were like, fuck! Ugh. So, uh, Ted had a Robert Durst-style go-bag on the, <laughs> on the back burner where he had a, a change of clothes, so what? he wouldn't... What, did he, like, bury it somewhere? Uh, yeah, he, like, left it 
like in a wait how would he have left it in a park he had a go bag i don't know where he found it maybe he had he probably had someone put it there for hmm. him possibly cuz he had lots of like visitors lettuce? lady well i don't know i don't i just know he had a go a right. go bag so he walked around in cold ass fucking colorado for 8 days before eventually being caught um uh after he was uh went back into the jail he acquired a detailed floor plan of the jail and got a hacksaw from a fellow inmate. Over the course of six months, he uh, saved up $500 just from different guests, mostly Carol Which back Boone. then was like fucking a thousand or something. Oh yeah, no, that was a lot. And so, um, so at night when everyone else was showering and so all the guards were watching the people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he sawed a one-foot hole between the steel... Reinforcing beams in the ceiling of his cell. He also requested to have a special uh, food uh, re- uh, requirement so that, like, he would lose. And he lost 35 pounds within just a couple weeks. Fuck. I wish I could do that. Yeah, I kind of want to know what it consisted of. Um, jail food is not something you want to try. That is not that is not the hot new diet. Jail food. <laughs> jail Prison food. food. Want to lose 10 pounds before your wanna friend's lose wedding? 10 pounds? 10 pounds! <laughs> oh my god, I fucking killed. Yas. Uh, so, anywho, he lost the weight so that he would be able to fit through the ceiling of his jail cell. Yeah. It was literally a one-foot hole, and he fit through it. What the fuck? Uh, I don't... My titties wouldn't fit. Oh, yeah, no, my my ass would get stuck yeah, hard. your ass and my tits would get stuck. And you know what? Not worth it. I'd rather yeah. be in jail than lose my big old booty. Right, same with the titties. Um, so, I was... When I was, uh, re- like, that made me think how, like, you know how Zac Efron's gonna playing him uh-huh. like I really hope he like Christian Bale style gets into the role and loses a bunch of weight yeah cause I mean he is like thick right now yeah he's like beefy he I, was just in that Baywatch movie I think he's has a contract like much like Taylor Lautner in the Twilight movies where like he can only be in movies where he's shirtless yeah which I'm not totally opposed to but like come right. on buddy he, it's cold I mean like, he's probably not going to be topless in this movie have we talked about that yet how Zac Efron's playing Ted Bundy in a new movie I don't know if we had. Yeah, that's happening. I think it's a good choice. There's I mean, a- I just hope. I mean, I've he he's not my favorite actor. Really, I, I think, think he's done really well in comedy lately. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. You know, I'm sure. You know, with the proper director, with the proper like, you know, really oh, totally. working on it, like he could be fucking amazing. Yeah, you never know. I think he has it in him. I think he's a really good actor. I've also just unabashedly have loved him ever since High School Musical. I cannot tell you how much. I only thought he was cute when he had a little gap in his teeth because I'm into that look. That's because you have a little gap in your teeth. I know. Um, I I think you might need to get a little closer. I think you need to stop moving the computer around. I know. I'm really really sorry if this reads. All right. I'll put over. I'm over here. Sorry if we've been quiet at all. Fuck off. I'm so self conscious about that now. I know. But like, I also. Stop moving it. Well, I know. Sorry. So, uh, anywho, the jail uh, building was connected to uh, an apartment where one of the main jailers lived. Uh, Ted diehearted his way through the ceiling. And, uh, he's... And didn't he, before this, he was, like, complaining to the, like, uh, like, the fucking people at the jail that, like, he was hearing noises up there? 
just to kind of like give himself like oh, a, probably, so that if yeah. other people heard him climbing around yes. up there, that that would give like an yes. MO to why yeah. they were hearing that noise. Yeah. That is true because, uh, uh, fellow like inmates have like, they said that they like would hear things, yeah. but he probably, maybe he started that. Yeah, he probably so. started the rumor and you know, oh, people man. are he was fish, so or, I mean, fucking, she, he's so fucking smart. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. So, um, he broke into this guy's, um, uh, apartment, and it was New Year's Eve, so we knew that they would be out. Right, unless they were having a party. Unless, well, it was probably, a very small apartment. Yeah, probably not in the jail. Yeah, no, that would be a huge old bummer. Uh, he stole some of the guy's clothes, and he escaped. He stole a car until it broke down. Then he hitched a ride to Vale, caught a bus to Denver, and boarded a flight to good old Chicago. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, where we currently are yeah where we currently are Uh, we in Uptown Wrigleyville y'all shout out Uptown Wrigleyville we're in Uptown yeah but it's basically Wrigley I mean mean, I'm not going to give our exact location but it's basically Wrigley yeah let's just say we're by Wrigley so uh, anywho like it was so easy to get on an airplane in the 70s oh yeah like you basically just walked on. Yeah, you didn't have to take your shoes off. You could have yeah. any kind of liquids you wanted. You didn't even have to put your weed up your butt. You could smoke on an airplane. Right. You could smoke <laughs> cigarettes. If you walked through security and had a gun, they would just be like, "Nice gun." <laughs> You'd be like, "Same as these." They're like, "Ooh, pretty gun." Cute um, gun. From the t- <laughs> <laughs> remember those bod commercials where it was like, yeah. "I want your bod." No. Nice. But that clearly created a very serious fetish for you, apparently. If you remember him, I think you're into it. Uh, So, uh, from the time of him escaping to once they realized he had escaped was 17 hours. Shit! So he had a lot of fucking time. By the time they realized he was gone, because he he stole the guy's car whose apartment he broke into, right? So he had a getaway car. No, he. Well, I mean, he just stole a random car and it broke down. Oh. Then he got to Vail. Then he caught a bus to Denver. And then he went from Denver to, to Chicago. Chicago. Uh, so, um, yeah, by the time they realized he was gone, he was already in Chicago, probably yeah. eating a deep dish pizza. Why is it that fucking killers always go to Chicago? OJ went to Chicago right after he killed fucking Nicole Brown Simpson, too. Oh my god, he did, yep. didn't he? Mm-hmm. That was like for a Hertz-related thing, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, that is crazy. I didn't Stop even think of that. Stop coming to our town, murderers. Yeah, we've, we've got, got enough! Yeah, we have enough problems going on, and our cops are horrible. Anywho. Yeah, no, don't say that. No, they... Well, I mean, not all not of them. Not all of them. But you can't say them all. No, of course not. But it is, like, a stereotype that seems to be... We do. We did have Holman Square, which was a black site. There's been bad cops, and there's been good cops. Exactly. Any in any, in any place and city and city. Any hoozle. From Chicago, he took a train to Ann Arbor, Michigan... Then he stole another car, and he drove to Atlanta, and then he took a bus. He took so many... It's literally airs... <laughs> it's literally planes, trains, and... He l- yeah. trains, planes, and automobiles himself to Florida. So, yeah. Why Florida? Like, I lived there. I went to school in Florida. Not that great of a place. Sorry to all of our Florida listeners. Definitely not the place. I want to go murder a bunch of people. Like, there's too much humidity there. Bodies are going to smell bad. Like, he was smart doing it in Colorado because then they'd freeze and they'd be harder to find. Also, he was smarter doing it in Colorado because the only state that he killed people in... With a death penalty was Florida. Yeah. Yep. Is Florida still have the death penalty? Probably. 
I think it does. I don't know I what... I want to say that's true. I would imagine it's probably lethal injection. You should... Um, want me to look it up? Yeah, look it up. So, um, his second uh, his second escape had landed him a coveted spot, to Bundy at least, on the FBI's most wanted list. Um, according to Ann Rule, uh, Ted loved uh, it. Yep. Uh, electrocution is still a thing in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. Gas inhalation in Arizona and California. Firing squad in Utah. And hanging is still a thing in Washington. That's so fucked up. Firing squad is the... So is do the, they not do lethal injection anymore? Because this is as of 2017. What? Let me see. Electrocution, gas inhalation... Huh. Maybe they don't... Uh, well, they may not be able to because, um... Uh... The... Fuck. Okay, so I think we... I heard or re- listened somewhere that the drug that we get that they use for the lethal injection comes from a country wherein they do not have the uh, death penalty. And so when mm. they find out that we're using it for that, they cut. Oh. they won't give it to us. Well, good. That also is the case. Um, wait, hold on, though. Uh, yeah, thankfully most... Wait, what? Oh. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that so many states still have the death penalty. Yeah. Shout out Lush Cosmetics. Uh, I think right now they're doing some type of... Um, something in their store is where they're trying to ban death penalty uh, throughout the rest of the United States. Yeah, I mean, I kind of flip-flop when it comes to... like. As much, I just, the idea of a group of people having the decision of whether or not to kill someone, I feel like is really fucked up. But if someone killed, oh, like, a loved one of mine, I would go Liam Neeson on their fucking ass. Same. I'd be like, I have a very special set of skills. <laughs> They're all related to pop culture and have... <laughs> they all have to do with Harry Styles. <laughs> and none of them are relevant to this, uh, but I'm coming after you regardless, motherfucker. So, um, once Ted got to Florida, he vowed to n- not as much as even jaywalk because he wanted to avoid being arrested yeah. again. Uh, but on January 15th, because he was addicting, addict, addicting, addicted to murdering women, uh, literally a week after getting to Florida, he broke into the Kayamega sorority house at Florida State University around 3 a.m. and within 15 minutes beat and sexually assaulted four girls. Yeah, that's when he just fucking snapped. That was his berserk. <coughs> yep. You are the coffeeest girl I'm sorry, today. I have to quit smoking cigarettes. Man. Did you eat a big old bowl of cough before this episode? No. <laughs> big old bowl of cough. That's what I call that fire weed. Stop. Shout out Mike for getting me. Shut up. Stop yelling yeah. at Mike. He don't care. Ask him first. It's called um, we'll critical mass. Stop talking. <laughs> so anyways, his first victim in Chi Omega was 21-year-old Margaret Bowman. He bludgeoned her. He literally had a piece of, like, a branch of oak. Yeah, what the fuck? Like a huge branch. Who the branch. fuck walks around with just old branches? It wasn't an old branch. Well, it was, like, right. for firewood. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, I guess it was probably old. You're, you're right. trying to, like, you're age right. the branch. It wasn't, like, a, a sapling. It wasn't, like, <laughs> ageist with trees. He hits earth and it just shatters into five million pieces of wood. Ugh. Um, so Margaret Bowman, he bludgeoned with the old piece of wood. 
and then strangled her with nylon stockings. Ugh. He then went to the room of 20-year-old Lisa. So he didn't do anything, like, sexual to her? He just killed her and um, then kept going? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. From what and I she have. died. She's one of the ones uh, who died. Margaret Bowman, yes. She's okay. the one who... He, that, yeah, because he bludgeoned the fuck out of her. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he strangled her to death with oh, right, nylons. Right, 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 right. Um, he then... Uh, went to Lisa, Lisa Levy and beat her with... And he was silent during all of this, which is so fucking creepy. Yeah. And a lot of girls, like, had their doors locked and he tried going to their doors. Oh, and, God. Yeah. So he, like... I mean, he was just going from door to door to door. Yeah. Seeing as many as he could fucking possibly get. Um, with Lisa, he beat her with the branch, strangled her, tore off one of her nipples, be- he took a huge... Tore off one of her nipples? Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds like the worst. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. He also deeply bit into her butt in not the good way. Oh no. Like, like just an took, apple. Like just took a big old bite out of her butt and, oh, this was the girl he assaulted with the can of Aquanet. Ugh, he shoved it up her puss. He shoved it up her butt. Her butt? Yeah. It's really, really bad. So then he went to Kathy Kleiner. Um, she was one of the victims that didn't die. He broke her jaw, and she got deep lacerations on her shoulder from being beaten with the branch. Uh, Karen Chandler, uh, he went to her room. She suffered from a concussion, a broken jaw, and she lost teeth and had a crushed finger. But Karen also lived. Um, He then left the sorority house and then broke into the, of course, basement apartment. Oh, right. Of Cheryl Thomas, which was literally, like... A house down or something, right? Like, blocks away, yeah. Yeah. He dislocated her shoulder, which I deeply, deeply identify with. Yeah, you do. My shoulder dislocates in my sleep. It's the worst thing ever. He also fractured her jaw and her skull. And she died? No. Oh. She, yeah. No, she lived, but she was left with permanent deafness and really bad equilibrium damage. Yep. And she was a, like, really, really, really talented ballet dancer, and she could um, never dance after. That sucks. Yeah. He, ru- like, she had a very promising career, and yeah. he totally ruined it. Um, police found semen and a pantyhose mask on Cheryl's bed. Semen? Semen. You know, mm. you know what semen is. Yeah, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm familiar. Sperm? Jizz? Cum? Sh- okay, yeah. Jizz. That's where you got me with it. Yeah, 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 Uh, And also a pantyhose mask. Uh, They also found two hairs that um, were supposedly similar to Ted's. But Ted was a non-secretor. A non-secretor is a person that carries a gene that inhibits them from secreting their blood type through their saliva, semen, and other bodily fluids. So through his semen, they were not able to get a... uh, a positive idea on him. On that really weird note, we are going to take a short little break. A short semen break. Non-secretors are a weird thing. And we are back. <laughs> Non-secretors are a weird thing. They're a weird thing. They're a weird thing. So, back to Bundy. Uh, oh, this is when it gets the saddest. Yeah. On February 8th, he went to Lake City... He lured 12-year-old Kimberly Leach from her high school. Seven weeks later, her, her part- junior high. Yeah, junior high. You said high school. Her junior high school. Okay. 
I, I, you're right. I, I'm sure I said the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> seven weeks later, her partially mummified remains were found mm-hmm. in a pig shed. Meaning oh my God. That how mu- are they partially mummified? That's a very good question. Maybe pigs know how to do that. Okay. So, on February 12th, he stole a car. It was literally a light tan Volkswagen Beetle. Where is he finding all of these fucking Beetles? Why, when that is, like, one of the top... Like, well, because he probably was like, dude, they're not going to think I'm in this fucking car again. They will not be looking for this exact car again. I don't know. kind of smart. If there was a BuzzFeed list of the top five fiveiest ways of finding Ted Bundy, Light Tan Volkswagen Beetle would be, like, number two. Yeah, I would say so. Fuck BuzzFeed. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> so, anywho, he was pulled over by a cop in Pensacola. Uh, he kicked the cop's legs out from under him and ran away. <laughs> Savage. Uh, the cop gave a warning shot. They wrestled a little bit, and the officer was finally able to subdue him and arrested him. And later, he told the uh, Ted told the officer that he wished he said, "I wish you had killed me." Like when you shot him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. While in jail, there was a press conference held um, to show the indictment that was finally being brought upon him for the mur- the Kyomega murders. That was the little video clip I showed you. You can go- uh-huh. Google Google um, Ted Bundy. Literally Google uh, Ted Bundy. I'll plead guilt. I'll plead non guilty right now. Yeah, or look it up on YouTube. Yeah, um, it's it's just so crazy. It's he's the guy is like reading the indictment to him. Ted gets like right up behind him and is like, "Oh, you're reading the indictment to me." He's like, "He's like you were up for reelection this year, weren't you?" He's like. One of your main campaign, like, goals was, like, to finally arrest me, wasn't it? And he's just, like, walking around. He doesn't have handcuffs on or anything. Yeah. He's, like... Yeah, it's weird. He's, like... He's, like, smiling the whole time. Yeah, he's smiling. He's, like, waving to, like, the cameras and, like, the the journalists and everything. And then when, uh, he, um... When the guy is, like, reading off all of the charges, like, all of the murder charges, he, he... This you can also find on... Uh, Google, if you Google it, he just, like, casually leans, he's casually leaning up against the wall, facing the journalist with his back to the man, and just, like, rolls his eyes and, like, smiles and laughs. It's really fucked up. it's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. So, in, uh, June of 1979, he finally stood trial for the Kyle Mega murders. Uh, he was his own lawyer. Again? Yes. This (sighs) was the point. Well, he was going to be his own lawyer, but he actually never... Stood trial because he escaped. Because he escaped, yeah, yeah, and they didn't extradite him. They probably were like, well... <clears throat> well, I mean, actually... <clears throat> I mean, he was never convicted of the C- all of the Seattle murders. He yeah. just admitted to them. And he was never tried uh, officially for the Colorado murders. Yep. But, I mean, if I were them, honestly, I'd be like, well, he finally killed someone in the one state where... Yeah, so at least he got tried here and not, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. And eventually they did find out that he was guilty of all of the murders that they had been investigating. Right. Um... So, uh, as I said, he was his own lawyer. He was questioning witnesses and officers while questioning one officer about one of the murder scenes at the Kyomega house. He asked uh, the officer to describe in great detail what he saw when he pulled back the sheets. Yeah. He then walked over to the jury box and they 
like, all of them, like, recoiled and leaned away from him. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, because they, like, they realized that this was a man who wanted to relive the horrible things he'd committed. Yep. He wanted to have them read back to him. He wanted, he was proud of it. Yeah, he was, and he wanted everyone to be talking about it. Um, sorry. Uh, the, <clears throat> Ted was found guilty, the final nail in the coffin that, like, basically secured his verdict with the jury were the teeth impressions he had made right. biting uh, Lisa Levy's butt. Yeah, because they made him do an impression of his own teeth, and yeah. it matched perfectly. Because um, he had that little gap, right? Well, he had very... Um, Distinguishable... Bottom teeth. Yeah. Like, his, like, bottom... The bottom row of teeth was very distinguishable. But... Uh, and a lot of people don't realize this, I think. Like, there's still, like, a possibility that it could... Like, you can't definitively yeah, say it. exactly. It was just evidence that made... Well, he's very... like... Yeah, he's like, by the similarities that there are, it is most likely that it's him. Yeah. And that's, like, how it is with DNA, too. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just, like, definitive... Like, it's not like everybody's blood is in a registry that right. police have... They or can, fingerprints or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Well, yeah, they can only, they, like, narrow it down, and, like, if someone, they, like, that is, like, on trial for it is one, could be one of those people, that's what, you know, usually gets them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, <coughs> the odontologist uh, said that the probability of it being identical to Ted's teeth was extremely high. Yeah. Um, he was, con- uh, he received a death sentence plus 196 years for the Chi Omega murders. Damn straight. I don't, I don't, I feel like I've learned before why they can, like, do that many years, but, like, can you imagine a 196, like, he would have been, like, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I should look that up. It's it's more than I think. What I've heard is it's for like the family's kind of state of mind, you know. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't come become a vampire during that time. Right. So uh, six months later, after the Chi Omega uh, trial, he stood. Uh, he uh, went to trial for the Kimberly Leach murder. That he was w- a twelve year old. Yes, okay. he was again found guilty. So he was found guilt, or he received the death sentence. Do you know what the, like, um, evidence was that made them realize it was him for this one, too? Um, I think it was mostly witness testimony, and he did a very, very poor job of defending himself. Uh, he... Well, because he had already been tried, so I'm sure he wasn't in a good... Well, yeah, well, and... Right, this was the trial that, uh, because Ted was dating Carol Ann Boone at the time, who was a fellow lawyer and friend, and she was also, like, helped counsel him during his trials. Uh, during the trial, Ted took advantage of an obscure Florida, uh, uh, Florida law that, uh, made a marriage declaration in court in front of a judge, uh, a legal marriage. Right, 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 right. But so, was it, wasn't it just he asked her to marry him? So that's not saying, like... Well, Doing the whole thing. No, there is a very specific way in which you were supposed to ask, and he actually fucked up the first time, and then, like, had to go back, because, like, he was trying to do it before, like, the prosecution... what what would, like, them being married do? He wanted to have someone he could have conjugal visits with. And they have to be married to someone to have a conjugal visit with them? Well, actually, well, actually, he wasn't allowed... I think conjugal visit... Visits mean that you can have sex, and when you're on death row, 
you can't have conjugal visits in which you're allowed to have sex. Right. But uh, I think as his wife, like, he would be allowed more, like, she would be allowed to come more often, and right. he had her bring shit. Like, she would literally hide weed in her pussy and give it to him. Mm. And he, yeah, I mean, it's incredibly easy to get drugs in jail. Yeah, yeah, of course. <clears throat> it's like a whole thing. So, um, while Ted was in prison, Carol would come and visit him, and, like I said, because he was on death row, he wasn't allowed conjugal visits, but, uh, by bribing some guards, he was able to have sex with Carol, and she got pregnant and gave birth to a daughter. Yep, Ted Bundy's got a daughter out there somewhere. I, uh, my heart goes out to her. She's, like, probably my age, honestly. You think she knows about it? Um, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, there are pictures of, I mean, her face is always blurred out, thank right, God. Right, right, And right. it sucks that there are even those pictures out there. Um, because once Carol, like, once he, like, finally started confessing, she, she like, moved away and, and changed, changed her, her name. name and, and changed the kid's name. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure, I mean, a good, I'm sure she, like, explained it to her at some point in her life. Um... Uh, oh, also, uh, because people, I mean, because Ted had been convicted of killing a 12-year-old girl. Right. That is a child. When you are in prison and you have killed a child, you are treated remarkably different. Same with rape. Uh, rape, yeah. Rapists usually mm-hmm. get really bad. Pedophiles yeah. and rapists, uh, and, like, child killers, they are treated horribly. Uh, Ted denies that it happened, but there are accounts that while on death row, he was attacked by fellow inmates and was gang raped. Um, I believe that. Yeah, the second time he was in jail, he was, I mean, before, like, people, like, can't, like liked him and he was charming and they came to him for advice. Now he's a kid killer and <clears throat> everyone finally realizes he's a piece of shit. Also, he was charged with a, with a disciplinary infraction for corresponding with John Hinckley Jr., the man who tried assassinating President Reagan to make Jodie Foster like him. Who also just got How out did recently. correspond? By letters. Actually, I think that they were in the same jail together. Oh. It was either him or Henry Lee Lucas. They, like, shared... They were, like, in proximity with one another. But he definitely, at one point, corresponded with John Hinckley. Hmm. Which is crazy. Interesting. I've never heard that fact before. Yeah. Um, he uh, went to jail in 1979, and he wasn't executed until 1989. So for yep. 10 years, he was able to... 10 years worth of appeals and getting stays of execution, sometimes coming within only hours... Of his execution. Of day. his execution. Yeah. Um, he <clears throat> realized that he could put it off... Put off his execution, rather... Uh, by confessing to the murders little by little, he talked to Bob Keppel, who was, like, a big part of the Seattle murders. Mm-hmm. He, like, confessed basically everything to him. This was when... This is how we know everything that, that we he know. did. Yeah. Right. It's all just his... What he said, so we don't really totally... No. Well, no. no, and he was an asshole, and he would give a lot of detail about some things, and he would give little details about other things. Right, but he was also shit-faced during a lot of it, so maybe he just didn't remember a bunch well, of Well, I mean, he was shit-faced, but, I mean, it just really... It's... Uh, I mean, like, I think you remember... Well, because he also would, like, consider... It was, like, a cathartic experience for mm-hmm. him to kill someone. Right. And then afterwards, he would, like, 
not feel remorse, but he would just feel, like, really shitty about himself. Yeah. And it, like, kind of like when you, like, when you have sex or, like, after you orgasm and, like, the last thing you want to think about is, like, sex. It was kind of like that. The last thing he wanted to think about was killing after was, he killed someone. Yeah, and, like, he was... But then, again, at the same time, he, like, went back to, like... So it was, must have been a fleeting feeling. Because he would go back and, and fuck And I'm sure body. each time it got easier to think about it again. Exactly. Same with sex. Exactly. Like, the first time you lose your virginity, you're like, oh, my God, how did I do that? I can't do that again. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a point where you're like... Mm. Let's go round two. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, while, uh, during these confessions, we learned things like Ted said that he liked having, that his ideal sex with a woman was handcuffing them, terrorizing them, and making them believe that they were going to die. Yeah, he liked the, he liked seeing fear. Yeah, he was a process killer, no doubt. Um... Also, while confessing, he rarely referred to his victims as women because he viewed uh, he viewed them as things and awful, often called them throwaways, Ugh. which is so fucking, fucking disgusting. And yeah, dis- oh, we came so close to saying the same word. <laughs> so close. Um, uh, he was also interviewed, obviously, by a lot of psychiatrists during this time. His official psychiatric evaluation evaluation described him uh he was very unique because he was two different types of serial killers he was considered a sexually sadistic serial killer and also a necrophiliac so do the sadistic ones not usually end up having sex with corpses i mean i would say that honestly i would say that jeffrey dahmer was also Oh, although, well, maybe he was sexually sadistic. I'm not sure. But when, like, his, like, official, like, DSM-5, like, uh, psychiatric evaluation yeah. is that he's, like, a sexual sadistic psychopath. Hmm. Or a sexual psychopath. Because it's, like, because he wanted to, like, have sex with women and kill them. Like, that was his, like, yeah. M.O. Um, <clears throat> towards the end, like, when it became closer to 1989 when he was eventually executed in a last-ditch effort ted had his final interview literally hours maybe before Mm -hmm. like the night i literally i think it was the night before he He got executed yeah he had this interview with this christian psychologist and reverend named dr james dobson i've heard the tapes from this yeah it's really fucked up it's it uh, it's so fucking it's it's fucking bullshit he blamed Everything on having an addiction to pornography. Right. Which is fucking the dumbest thing. Dobson just used it as his propaganda because he had this organization yeah. called The Focus on the Family. And Ted was just trying to cling on to anything he could. Exactly. Um, and he wanted something to blame it on. So mm-hmm. he blamed all of it on pornography because he could not take the responsibility that he had done this. Yeah, so sociopaths he, can't ever admit that what they did was wrong. Both. Both. Um, I would say that's something they both share. Well, yeah, because they're narcissists and they don't believe that anything that they do is wrong. Exactly. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I objectively have so many, so many, there's so many things wrong with Dobson. Like, he is really against, um, like, gay marriage. He's, mm-hmm. like, he's a piece he's of shit. still around? He's a piece of shit. I don't know. I hope not. <coughs> I mean, like, that's rude. I don't want someone to die. But, like, that he, you're on the wrong side, brother. Yeah. And he was just using Ted. There is actually a book I found, and it's called 
um, redeeming the unredeemable, mm-hmm. and Ted Bundy's featured in it. I tried finding like a bootleg version because I don't want to give yeah. him my money. No, but it's basically all of these because like Ted Bundy, like I mean, like in Christianity, if you like repent, well, no, if you say you give your heart to Jesus, right. You are a Christian, right? Regardless of what you've done, right? And so he did that as right, like right a at last, the end. yeah, right at the end. Well, I mean, when especially, I mean, the when people when you die naturally, there's a point where you are at peace and okay with it. But when you know you're just gonna die and it's not naturally and it's not, I mean, maybe there's a point of him that like he became okay with things, but I'm sure he was trying to cling on to anything that would make him feel at peace with. Poss- the fact that he was dying, so I mean... That is very true. You know, maybe he, he actually wanted to believe that that was going to help him. That is very, you know? very true. And, I mean, Christianity and those beliefs, like, they help people during... Like, if that helps you, and that helps you overcome something that you're going through... Yeah. That is amazing that you were able... Like, that's awesome. Yeah. If you were able to find something that works for you that well, that's great. Mm. But I personally think that Ted Bundy's a fucking liar, and yeah. he was doing it as bullshit. I did, Jeff. I mean, he was, like, drawing out confessions just so that he could... Didn't Jeffrey Dahmer try doing that, too? Tried getting all religious? Yes. Yeah. He's also featured in that book. Um, yeah, I mean, it, he just did, couldn't take responsibility for, you know, what he did. Right. Oh, uh, so, finally, on January 24th, 1989... Shout out to uh, one of my really good friends, Anna. I literally uh, told her last night, I'm like, this might be really weird, but um, Ted Bundy was executed the morning of your first birthday. And she's like, (laughs) LOL, really? Um, Can we talk about final meals? Yes. Because I'm really into that. Tell us Ted's. Um, yeah. Well, I know he, like, refused to do the whole thing because he was actually, like, really upset. Yeah, like, Um, well, like you were saying before, like, he, like, uh, people who were, like, there when he was executed said he became very, like, so- like, he he was very aware of what was going yeah. on, and he felt really fucked up. Yeah, so he turned was- down his last meal, and so he just was given the standard meal for what... So it wasn't, like, the standard meal for what all of the other inmates had that day. It was the standard meal for what they gave people on death row. When they didn't want to choose something, which was steak, eggs, toast with butter, jelly, milk, coffee, juice, and hash browns. And he didn't touch any of it. Really? What would your final meal be? I've been thinking of mine. Do you want to hear what it is? Um, Yeah, you go first. Okay, so mine, if I were on death row and I had to pick a final meal, I would want, like, two pounds of crab legs... With, like, so much butter. Oh. I would want a oh Big Mac with no pickles. Because, you know, I hate pickles. But can you ask for pickles and I'll obviously be there and can yeah, you, you can just eat give my them pickles. to me? Okay, thank you. Um, a freezing cold Diet Coke. Oh my god, Morgan. A glass of chocolate milk. <laughs> and a piece of Portillo's chocolate cake. Wow. If you've never been to Portillo's, uh, their fucking cake is the best. Oh my god. That is a really, really, really good last meal. Thank you. I've been thinking about it this week. I've also been asking like <laughs> everyone in my life what their final meal would be. But I, I haven't asked Holly yet because I wanted to ask her while we were recording. <laughs> I just want to say shout out to Maria. She said her final meal would be a pound of beer and mashed potatoes. <laughs> a pound of beer. One pound. They don't measure alcohol in pounds. <laughs> oh, 
pounds. We were pretty high when we were having this conversation. Oh my god. I don't even think a pound... Oh my god, that's really fucking funny. Okay, so... Um... Okay, so I'm gonna give you, like, what my, like, ideal meal would be. Okay. Okay. So... Because you could eat anything and you wouldn't have to worry about being sick, which is a big thing for you. Oh, you that is You could eat all the true. shit that always makes you sick. Okay, so I would eat... But then you'd feel really gross, like, for your last... Well, no, because then they'll have to clean up after it because I have such yeah. bad gastro... Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, I know... Oh my god, when I was way too like, young... Like, what's something you haven't been able to eat for a, since you've had your gallbladder? Sushi. <laughs> And you like sushi? I thought you didn't I really like that. No, I, I mean, I, I used to sushi, love it. Yeah. I, I only don't like it because I know it makes me sick. Right, right. I used to really like miso soup. I didn't even care that it smelled like it's cooked in an old shoe. It does smell weird, but, but I love it. Yeah, I can't eat that anymore. I mean, I would just eat a bunch of really spicy, fatty things because I can't eat that now. Right. Um, Try to... Uh, but, like, uh, like, things that... I know you would get a bean burrito... No, um, red sauce. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No. No onion. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Add cheese? More, extra. Extra cheese. Yeah, I'll never, I can, like, uh, like, I, I'm trying to cut out dairy as oh, much as I can. I also have, um, chipotle chips and guacamole. Oh, uh, for some reason in my mind that rhymed. Say that again. Uh, chipotle chips and guacamole. Yeah, that kind of rhymes. I've had a couple glasses of rosé. Um, so, um, I mean, I would like to eat those things, but, like, should I really like? I mean, if it's my last meal, I want to have, um, the cheese fries from the burrito, taco and burrito palace on Halstead in <laughs> Boys Town. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, shout out to them. Those are really fucking good. Um, also Portillo's cheese fries. Holy fuck. Um, let's see. Fries. What else would I really, really want? Oh my god, no, I would want... An oh, and steak. I would definitely want, like, a fucking little, like, beef medallion. I'd also like to point out that you already had your chance. <laughs> oh, you, you've really given this a lot more thought. Um, I, I mean, I would really want... Crab legs is actually a really, really fucking good one. Mm -hmm. Really, really good scallops. Scallop. I want, no. Scallops. I want Gordon Ramsay cooked scallops. He's, and risotto. Yeah, and he's apparently the only person who knows how to cook them correctly. Um, can I have my last meal with Guy Ferrari? <laughs> oh my god. I wish. I wish. Can I have a diner's drive-ins and dives? <laughs> you just, you just follow him on an episode of diner's drive-ins and, di and dives. I want my last meal to be an episode of diner's <laughs> drive-ins and drives. Ooh, I'd want one of those Juicy Lucy's, or Lucy... What's that? It's like a burger with, like, cheese in the middle. No. I would just... Yes, I love those. Yeah. Oh, I would ha I would request 100 hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> I... That's how I feel like. Two pounds of crab legs, like, I actually need five. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no totally. Like, <laughs> like, conser like uh, minimum two, conservatively, like, five. Shout out... Everyone out there, if you want to, like, message us what you would want your final meal to be, I've been super interested in this, and I would love to read it. Yeah, subscribe to us on iTunes, review us, and tell you, tell us what you want. Uh, you or on Facebook or Instagram or anywhere. Yeah, we'll give little plugs at the end where you can tell us. We would love to know your final meal, because that is yeah. actually really interesting. Because with all of the serial killers, I definitely want to, like, touch on that. Because I think it's interesting. I would, I, um... 
the next time we talk about a serial killer, we need to give credit to that, uh, I think it was some girl, and she did, like, the photo series of, yeah, like... Yeah, it was, like, an art piece. It was yeah. a photo series of, like, um... People's Last Meals. Yeah, People's Last so, Meals. So, yeah, let's just... Okay, so, honestly, last meal, last food I'm ever eating in my life. Yeah. Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Um, those cheddar biscuits from Red oh, Lobster. God, yes. Our Nana's cheesecake. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Raspberry or just plain? Just plain. Yeah, it's so good. Just plain. Um, an entire can of whipped cream. Nana but I would totally make you a cheesecake. But I'd... Oh, that's so fucking sad. <laughs> Nana would totally make me a cheesecake before my execution. Oh, my God. Nana, if I ever am on death row, put, like, a file in that shit. Anywho. Um, <laughs> what else would I get? Um, probably, I, I wish all my foods weren't from, like, chain restaurants, because I totally <laughs> get the Zupa Toscana from Olive Garden. Oh my god, you love that shit. I've been getting the same thing from Olive Garden for the past 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... We're just talking about food at this point. That's fine, we can go off on tangents. Yeah, I love food, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck Ted Bundy at this point, I just want to talk about food. Yeah. No, but, uh, I was gonna say before, I would get, like, uh, like... Uh, would you want booze? Pounds... I would want booze. Because I think you can have a drink if you ask for it. Like beer. I would get a beer with the most, that has the most alcohol content. Actually. I want a shit ton of bourbon. Yeah, no, if I'm going to die, I'm going to drink hard liquor. Mm -hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Give me, give me, uh, oh, what is that one? It's called, oh, Everclear. Ew. I want a, I want like mm -mm. ten shot. No, I don't no, no. It tastes good. No, you know what I, I want? want like, nice ass bourbon. You know what I want? Mm. I want a big old glass of Malort, baby. Ew, Holly, you're the ooh, only ooh! Malort. I don't like it. You I, like it? I do like it. <laughs> it's a Chicago thing. It is it's a so Swedish gross. thing. It is disgusting. If you ever come to Chicago, you have to ask for a shot of Malort. Ooh, I love me some Malort. That's all my, that's my whole, I'd be like, give me a handle of Malort and just don't talk to me until yeah. it's time to murder me. Yeah, I would want to be fucking shit-faced <laughs> when you're going to kill me. That way I won't, yeah, I no. would, I would actually surprisingly not want to be high. I don't <laughs> Can you, part of your last meal be a big-ass joint? <laughs> a big, a fat-ass joint I'd of be like, like fucking okay, in lieu sour of, diesel or in some lieu shit. <laughs> Some Obama Kush. Some train wreck. It, some uh, Granny's Panties. I don't know names of weeds. That was a I'm fun sure one. that's one. Probably. So uh, back to Little Teddy Bundy's, and for the last time, I'm going to sing. Wait, what was the song I sang? Was Little it? Teddy Buns! Little Teddy Buns! So, uh, Buns. like I said, on my, my good old. Buns. My good old. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Ted was executed in the electric chair, affectionately known as Old Sparky. Which is apparently still a thing. Yeah, that's gotta be a dirty-ass execution chair. Imagine getting, like, executed on the chair that Ted Bundy got executed on. For, like, a split second, you'd be like, ooh. You'd be like, oh. Oh, this is, like, history. Oh, wait, I'm dead now. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs> and dead. Um... I think this is kind of fucked up. I don't know if you've seen anything about this, but, like, outside of the... the yeah, there yeah, were a huge, like, crowd There's a huge cheering crowd, and, yeah. yeah. There were people wearing, like, Ronald Reagan masks. Yeah. Which is really weird because I don't even think he was... No, wait, no. He was... No, yeah, he wasn't even You said president. 89? Yeah, he wasn't president anymore, even. So that's even well, weirder. I mean, still a creepy mask. I mean, he was the... Um, no, he wasn't even president anymore. So I don't know why. 
I, I thought maybe he was the incumbent, but no. Yeah. He, uh, uh, no. George H. was. By well, that I mean, he was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and I'm sure he probably spoke about it. But yeah, people were wearing, like, Die Ted. Uh, there were, like, fireworks that went off. I mean, even though... Yeah, it was like a fucking party. Yeah. I mean, Anne Rule even said, like, I mean, obviously, like, the wool was lifted over her eyes of his, like, charm. Right. So, like, she, like, fully, like, knew, like, he's a sadistic killer. Mm -hmm. But she's, like, that's, I mean, to do that, regardless of what he's done, which I realize, but, I mean, I, I don't think that even... I mean, maybe some, I mean, everyone deals with grief differently, but I feel like there would be some, even victims, families who would not, you know, do that kind of thing. Yeah. And it was all people completely unrelated to like anything. It was just like a hoax. And I feel like it, it was really bad. There was like, like people were like standing along the street, like when his, like the hearse was going by. Yeah. That's just, like, a big old fat waste of your day. <laughs> yeah, like, that's You know what just, I'm saying? I mean, that's... I don't know. I think it's a little tasteless. It's I not... Agree. It's obviously not as bad as, like, killing people, but I think it's still... I don't know. Maybe that's just because that's how I feel about the death penalty. I don't know. I think it. it's a little much. Like, yes, we should all obviously be happy that this person is not on the streets anymore because... Right. Up until his execute, like they kept finding things that he was using to try to break free. Yeah, like it. He, I mean, so maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe in his case, he should have been executed because he probably would have been able to escape again. And yeah, um, yeah I mean, you know, uh, a thing Anne Rule talks about, and like another part of his trials where there were the Bundy groupies who would sit behind them and. Like, he would just, like, look back at them and, and they would wink. Be, yeah, and they would be super into it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Anne Rule was like, these girls don't even realize that if he was, like, out and free, they would be his victims. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind well, of... that's, like, how, like, Manson had, like, a bunch of groupies, too, and he still probably does. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Hey, there's people out there who've got that... He's got that in them. And it, that doesn't make them psychopath serial killers just because they think that's what's attractive. But, like, I mean, that's that's a real thing. People, you know. No, yeah, it is something. Um, there's actually a lot of shit on Tumblr about it, about girls defending themselves for being attracted to... You can't help what you're into. ...serial killers. I mean, yeah, that is true. But when it's something that controversial, I feel like maybe it has a deeper root... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it probably has, like, a deeper meaning in your life. Um, so, yeah, that's that's Ted Bundy, man. That is a good old Ooh, Teddy Bund. We finished it exactly 10 p.m. How crazy. Well, man. we're not finished, but, like, I... I went, didn't realize it was that late. Fuck. It's not that Cause, late. Because it's so bright out still. Okay, because it's summertime. Co- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm coughing a lot. Summer, summer. I'm sick, and I wish I could get this cough to go away. Okay. Summer, summer. But when you're addicted to cigarettes and weed, it's hard. You should do that one stuff. What I that? always forget what it's called. CDJ. CBD. CBD. <laughs> I said CDJ. What about CBD? Uh, it helps um, if you have an addiction to nicotine or weed. Um, both. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I would say both. 
Did you know you could be addicted to weed? Did you know you could be addicted to pot? You know you could be addicted to pot? Classic quote. From Classic quote. Uh, so let's <laughs> talk about some plugs. Plugs, yeah. plugs. You can follow me on Instagram at Holly Cheeseburger. And you can follow me on Instagram at Morgan D. Freeberg. Um, you, and if you DM me about the podcast, I will totally respond because I love talking about this shit. Oh yeah, same. I will talk to you all day. I hit up, uh, there's, oh fuck, I should have looked up her name. There's this really awesome British, uh, girl that I've been, uh, talking with on the Facebook page. If you go to facebook.com slash the sisters grim podcast. Yeah, it is. Like us and you can talk to us and I will a hundred percent answer because, oh, I I like I like engaging with people. Yeah, we love it. Uh, Especially I really like minded people who are into what we're talking about. Exactly, know? exactly. So uh, let's just go through the docket. So uh, currently, our website is sistersgrimpodcast.weebly.com. I am currently in the process of making us a Squarespace. So by the next episode, hopefully, I will be saying you can go to our website slash blog at. The Sisters Grim Podcast.com. Yeah. That is the goal, y'all. That is what I strive for. You can it also. That's what we're here for. Exactly. It's what we're living for. It's what we're breathing for. Right. So, anywho, we uh, follow us on Instagram at The Sisters Grim Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Sisters Grim Pod. Yeah. Uh, go to iTunes, search for the Sisters Grim Podcast. We're the first thing that shows up because we're the only podcast that has that name. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Please subscribe. Please review. Yeah, I mean, even if you have like a review that's not necessarily the best, like, I'm sorry, but if our sound quality is bad, why is that all of a sudden three stars? Like, I get four. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, it's cool. Who I, the person who wrote that, I completely I mean, she's understand. She's not going to listen anymore, so... Well, that's not true. That's if what she said. She could be... Did she say she's not listening anymore? Yeah. Oh, she well... She said I can only listen for two minutes and I can understand anything. Well, that was that one episode. I feel like we're getting into our Also, group. if you go to listen to our podcast for the first time, don't start with, like, Teddy... I mean, I, I mean, you can start with any episode you want, obviously. Right. But, like, you know, I mean, you don't have to necessarily start with episode one, but, like, start with the episode about Halloween, because it's kick-fucking-ass, in my opinion. Yeah, it is definitely doing our best, which I believe wa- is why I want our next episode to be a movie. Yeah, or something, also, something in the vein of that. And in as a palate cleanser. Actually, just kidding. Um... If you've listened this far to the podcast, a little uh, teaser yeah. for our next episode has to do with fairy tales. Yeah, so it's scary like, ones. Scary ones. There's may still we even be- say grim. Ooh. Ooh, nailed it. Yeah, nailed. I it. think so too. Thank you. Nailed it. Um, also, we fucking have a Tumblr. Uh, oh, I did not know we had a Tumblr. Yeah, we totally have a Tumblr. Um, cheese. We have a blog. <laughs> But did you just say cheese? Why? I don't know. It was my response. Uh, cool. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. So, yeah, um, our Tumblr is the Sisters Grim Podcast.tumblr.com. Uh, there's copyright laws with blogs in which you can't post pictures that belong to other people. As yeah. an artist, I 100% get that. For whatever Same. reason, Tumblr does not have these restrictions. Mm-hmm. So you can just re- there's like gifts. So we were blog a lot of gifts. Um I posted some pictures like um 
that I saw during this, uh, while we researching this episode, um, I heard that people really like when we talk in British accents. Yeah, I think we have like decent British accents. Like, I don't think they're like the worst. Do your, um, do your Geordie Shaw. <clears throat> Hang on. Get into it. I, I, we're gonna go out and we're gonna get all the birds and we're gonna, we're gonna tash on and we're gonna snog and we're gonna just lay down the pipe with the birds. Oh, I love. It used snogging. to be better when I used to watch Geordie Shore like every day when I was in college. I love to snog. If someone from our British listeners um, could tell us <laughs> what the British colloquialism for jerking off is, I would really appreciate it. I don't know why I'm wanking. so bad. Oh, it is wanking off, isn't it? It's wanking off. It's wanking off. Then again, oh, I could be wanker. wrong, and that could mean something else. I well, really a wanker, don't know. a wanker is like a fucking dipshit asshole. Jerk off. Yeah. I actually like my Australian accent better. Yeah, you actually have a really good Australian accent. I have a good... Accent. That's because I watch so much Chris I, Lilly. I, I don't have a good... I can't do Australia. I can't do Irish. Um, I can do a little Irish. I worked with these really awesome Irish girls one summer, and I thought I was really good at, like, accents and not <laughs> being, like, a fucking American asshole who can't right. understand. But, honestly, they would say things sometimes. And this was before I realized that Irish... Or that, like, certain letters in different countries or wherever have different sounds. Mm -hmm. And, like, MH, I think, in Ireland makes, like, the V noise. So Mm -hmm. this girl would say her name. It's weird. Her name, I don't know. They were both really cool, though. Um, and But I could sometimes not understand what they were saying. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, no. My Australian accent is really good because of shout-out to Chris Lilly. Everyone should watch Jemay. Oh, my God. Everyone should watch Jemay, private school girl. Holy shit. If you're having a bad day, watch it. If you're having a bad day, just watch some dumb A. Sure. Yeah, no, that was bad. Anyways, Holly and Morgan signing off. Signing off. We love you guys. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Holly. I'm just here by myself to mention a few things we uh, happened to leave out of the episode. For those of you keeping track of my whereabouts, when we last spoke, my child army and I were crashing with the mole people. Uh, Since then, we have been kicked out because apparently it's not cool to get drunk and call the king of the mole people a little bitch. My bad. Uh, you need not worry about us, though, because we have since relocated to a small air pocket in the sunken remains of the RSS Titanic. We met dead Leonardo DiCaprio, and long story short, I am now part of the Pussy Posse. Uh, I mentioned several times in all three parts of the Ted Bundy series that I was going to mention my references, and that never happened, so here they are now. Some books I got my information from are... The Stranger Beside Me by Anne Rule, uh, the Kevin Sullivan tri- trilogy of Ted Bundy books that he wrote, Conversations with the Killer by Hugh Ainsworth and Stephen Michaud, Terrible Secrets, Ted Bundy on Serial Murder by Robert D. Keppel and Stephen Michaud. Some documentaries were Ted Bundy, The Mind of a Killer, the Hunt for Ted Bundy, and A&E Biography of Ted Bundy. Uh, I highly suggest checking all of those out. Very, very good references, especially The Stranger Beside Me by Anne Rule is by far one of the greatest true crime novels of all time. For plug section, you can check out our website, 
It is thesistersgrimpodcast.com. We did it. We finally sprung for a domain. Um, it really wasn't that much money. We were just really putting it off. And by we, I mean me. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sisters Grim Podcast, on Twitter at Sisters Grim Pod, on Facebook. It is facebook.com slash the Sisters Grim Podcast. You can download, um, our episodes on iTunes. Make sure to review and subscribe. You can also download episodes from thesistersgrim.podbean.com. You can also download our episodes directly from our website. All of the links are there, and there's also, like, a little download button, so it just immediately downloads uh, from your browser. Also, I don't think we've ever mentioned that Grim is with two M's. I feel like that's something that probably probably should have been mentioned before. It's an easy thing to get confused. So it's uh, the Sisters Grimm, it's G-R-I-M-M, and that is all across the board, all of our social media, all of our everything. It's two G- two M's, two G's, two M's. <laughs> um, and that is all I've got for you guys right now. Love you very much. Okay, thanks. Bye.